She's Robin. She's Alex. And this is Coworkers Killing Time. And here we talk about everything. Enjoy! everybody and welcome back to episode 22 of Coworkers Killing Time. Hello. I'm very excited because 22 is my lucky number. Yes. So I think this is going to be a great episode. Yes. And today great. we are doing another urban legend episode. So today we have California and Colorado. So I will be covering California and Robin will be covering Colorado. So I'm very excited to learn these urban legends. And then obviously the next episode we do will be Connecticut because that's the next state in our state pathway but i think that's going to be a super just connecticut episode because we're both in connecticut so we can find some interesting connecticut and do you have some we won't say them right now but do you have some that you grew up knowing only one about a road in talland what yeah uh, what <laughs> I thought I was gonna say this on the episode when Amy was here, oh, but yeah. then I because but you were already like kind of so scared that I was like oh, I'm not gonna no. tell you because I feel like it's gonna make you more scared. Yeah, I think uh, well, so. Great. But I have that. But it's something oh, we'll that my that it's it's not anything like that's not you could Google. I don't think it's something that my mom told us when we were young and we would like go and check it out and like look at it and it was so freaky and scary. So okay. Oh, no, I can't wait. Yeah, okay. so right, that will be that. on the next episode in, I think, probably four episodes, because I think it's every fourth episode. But today we are focusing on California and Colorado. Robin, have you ever been to Colorado? No. Okay, I have. Have you ever been to California? No. Oh, okay, no. I've been I, there, I've, too. I'm not well-traveled. <laughs> I've never been further west than Ohio. Oh, okay. So. so which one of the states would you go to if you could? Um, I would really like to see Montana. Mm-hmm. I, or do you mean no? I mean out of these two? two. Oh, California. Okay, but I love. I would love to go to Colorado. Yeah, but for sure, I would, there's just a lot in California and a lot that I would like to. Right. See. So I've been to different parts of California because I have family that lives there, and my grandma lived out there for a little while after her brother-in-law passed away. She was like the executor of the okay. executor of their estate, so it was like mid mid northern California ish. Um, and then my friend from high school lives in LA, so I've been there to visit her a lot, and that's really cool. We did the Warner Brothers studio tour and saw like okay, uh, the cool. set of Pretty Little Liars and the old friend set. Where, like we yeah. sat on the couch and have a picture of us sitting pretending to drink coffee. So I have a good friend who lives in LA, and she has an open door for me. So oh, would, go! I yeah, know. it would be fun. I know. It's just finding the time to go, but exactly. I, I'm gonna- I'm totally going to do it. I'm going to make 2023 the year I go to California. Okay, there you go. It's going to be. It's going to happen. The year of Robin traveling. That's it. And and then when we went to Colorado, it was for a Harley Davidson convention. But so we just went to Denver, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. And actually, one of my friends from high school lives in Colorado, outside of Denver. I don't know where she lives now, but she lived close enough that she could drive. And she met me for like the day and hung out with me and my brother. That's and cool. it was cool to see her. But it was cool to see the city too. Was it just beautiful to see? Yeah, it was like really in the pretty. And everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I bet it is. So I would be excited to go back to either of those. But I'm going to start with California. So I have two that I've taken like kind of notes on and have my little comment commentary on. But then I have a couple that are just short that I got from the website Culture Trip. So I'm going to start with my longer ones first. So the first one is the Dark Watchers. Have you ever heard of this? No. Okay. I've heard of this in different contexts. Like, I think other states have this same kind of legend, but in a different context, obviously, because in the Santa Lucia Mountains in California, there are said to be giant human-like shadows that lurk inside the mountains. And this brings me back to my point that I brought up when we were talking about national parks. Why do we go to these places? (laughs) Like, why? Why are we voluntarily like, oh, all these people are dis- disappearing from national parks. Let's go. Let's camp and hike along the Appalachian Trail. My cousin did that, and I feel like a Yeti would get you or a Bigfoot. Um, yeah, and then this, like, oh, okay, cool. No, no thank you. So um, it says that they lurk inside the mountains, and that the legend says they stand on the mountain top and stare out from the top of the mountain towards the bottom of the mountain before vanishing. Okay. And they're, like, huge. 
Because if you, like, people will be driving and can see them. And much like vampires, they appear at twilight time. Okay. Only. Okay. And, like, they're large shadows. So I personally think that twilight is a beautiful time, don't yeah, you? Like, yes. I think it's, like, the most enjoyable part of the day. Probably. But there's all so. these creepy legends that associate with twilight. I and I wonder, I, I bet it's, like, because they're probably older legends, it probably dates back to, like, no electricity, so sure. it's about to get dark and terrifying. Yeah, spooky stuff happens Because everyone's dark. afraid of the dark. Yes. And yeah. that's when the bats come out. Right, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Caleb told me the other day that he's never seen a bat or an owl in real life, and I was like, yes, you have. Every time we're outside in the summer, there's, they're like, everywhere. one flying. What are right. you talking about? Yep. Do you, like, do what I do? Sometimes I have to, like, duck down when they're coming around, because I'm, I'm oh. terrified that the bats will come flying into my hair. I've never seen them come that close. They're always like really high up in the sky. They Well, they haven't come like a foot above me or anything, but oh, okay. they've, they've come like close enough where I'm just like, okay, go back over there. <laughs> you think they're going to just come down and attack you? Like have, in the office? I have a fear of them. <laughs> yes. When really Meredith do. gets rabies from the bat because yes. Michael trapped it on her head. <laughs> I have that fear. And also, you know that we had the bat in our in our bedroom. Oh, yeah. And the cat Mm -hmm. was attacking. Yes. He was, was, like, attacking my leg because he was running up and... He was actually chasing the bat on, like, on our bed, (laughs) but the bat was up in the ceiling. But the cat was running back and forth, and it was, like, scratching my leg, and I woke up to that. I was like, what is going on? And it was that. He was, like, trying to follow the bat. Oh, my gosh. That was a whole thing. That's funny. Yeah. So, yeah. So, they just... That's all they do. They don't do anything else. They just are on the mountains watching. They're just menacing. And the legend has evolved into what they look like. Like, at first, they were, like, ghosts. And as time has gone on, they appear more human-like. And now, some people say they've seen them with, like, hats and capes on. Like, standing on the mountains watching. So, but they're, like, humongous. So my thought is, I don't know anything about the the Santa Lucia Mountains, but if you do, you can tell us. Um, But I have to imagine they're drivable, like, you can drive past them, because how are people seeing this? Uh, And if you were driving and you saw that, I would crash my car. I would be like, oh my god, no! Like, this is terrifying. Does anybody have any night vision camera capability to take a picture? Right, and see? It would be as good as Santa was. (laughs) It would be like a tiny shadow. (laughs) (laughs) Your face at first was like, what? And then it clicked and you were like, oh my god, Santa. Oh yeah, um, Santa, that's right. So then the okay. second the second uh urban legend that I have is the monster of Elizabeth Lake. And this is really creepy. So apparently there's like a couple Elizabeth Lakes around California, but this specific lake is outside of Los Angeles, and it is said to have been created by the devil. Oh my gosh. Which I feel like LA is a great himself. place for the devil to choose. <laughs> yeah. So good cho- good job. Uh, so it said that he uses the lake to keep his pets there. Oh my god. So starting in the 1880s, a lot of people had stated that they saw a monster in Elizabeth Lake swimming, flying, running around. That looks like it has the neck of a giraffe, the head of a bulldog, bat wings, and is 50 feet long. Wow. And it wow. smells like rancid decay. So, 50 feet long, it must be seen often, I would think. So, here's my thought about this, too. Like, what animal were they really seeing that looked like this? Yeah. Because how does it have the head of a bulldog on the giraffe, (laughs) on the neck of a giraffe? So, that's, like, really long. But then huge bat wings, and it's 50 feet long. And if it's flying with these bat wings, it's, like... As big as an airplane. Yeah, like, people what? are seeing that. People are seeing that. Or people are definitely of, seeing that. There's mushroom usage going on. Or well, something. in the 1880s, who knows what they yeah. were doing. Yeah. So it also says that if you swim deep enough into the lake, there will be a portal a portal to hell. Okay. Because, Has anybody you know, done this? Because, you know, I, I would assume no, because I think it's, like, probably very deep. Yeah. 
And again, these all started in the 1880s. So even if people did, we wouldn't really know. Okay, so if you go back to California, will you go? No. Check out Lake, what's that, Lake Elizabeth? No, I would not swim in that lake not, ever. Not swim. I would never either. But would you just go? And look at it? See? No. No? Okay. No, because I don't want to come into contact with a giraffe bulldog, <laughs> 50 either. foot long branch no. and smelling thing. What? So like my thoughts are, one, what animal is this? Two, is the smell like the sulfur from a lake? Yeah. Much like most lakes smell like that right. from time to time. Yep. But who knows? Maybe not. Um, and then I thought, oh, well, maybe this legend was made up by, like, land developers because it was the sure. 1880s. Because as I was doing research, they were saying that all the residents who lived around Lake Elizabeth in the 1880s either abandoned their homes and just left or they sold their homes out of fear of this monster because there had been so many sightings. But then when I was reading more into it, they were saying that it was really hard to get any sort of development going or done. It was seemed like there was like a curse and it couldn't move any further. Wow. Did, so. you, did you know that the devil had pets? I didn't. Okay. But I mean, I guess, I guess <laughs> assumptions, the devil has whatever it wants, I guess. Sure. And I guess by pet, you really mean like, hella demon because yeah. that's like no pet i've ever heard of right well i was just i've never heard that the devil has pets <laughs> ever right anyway, neither so until i was looking that into was this just an interesting little, well like, and then oh, the other okay. thing is too why are you besmirching a giraffe because i love giraffes right. so don't bring them into this yeah and also if the devil really had pets what's he doing in california just at a random lake Mm -hmm. I'm just Outside saying. of LA, you know, he's got to take a weekend Why trip to get out of ocean. He's, I'm saying, Why yeah, right. Why not an ocean? Open. Well, that's what the Kraken is for, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I mean, I know there's enough of that stuff going on in oceans, but right. No, maybe, I'm maybe terrified of the enough. ocean. We don't. Nothing else needs to be in the ocean. That's scary. Yeah. No. That's that's. We went right. snorkeling, and I almost had a heart attack because a fish that was as big as like that bag yeah. was down underwater with no, me, no. and I looked over, and it was right there, and I screamed underwater, yeah. and then swam to the top. So no thanks. I have a wicked fear of fish, so I'm right there with you. No. No. It could no. be like as big as this pen, and I would be like, nope. I'm all set. Okay. So my next few are just little short ones from the Culture Trip website. So the first one is the Hollywood Sign Spirit. Did you know Ooh. that there was an urban legend about that? No. So it says... This is just straight up from the article. It says, probably one of the most infamous urban legends in California. The sign is said to be haunted by early 1900s actress Peg Entwistle. When a possibly career-ending review was published about one of her films, she climbed to the top of the sign's H and threw herself off of it. Um, I could think of like a million better ways to do that than that. Wow. She is now called the Lady in White and is said to haunt the sign in the surrounding area. The legend continues to state that the Lady in White will appear to people hiking in the off-limits part of the sign where she had herself. And, you know, there's a lot of people, I always see people getting arrested for going into that off-limits part. But, yeah. like, why are you doing that? Because it's built onto the side of, like, a mountain. Right. There's a reason you're not supposed to be in there. I mean, maybe people are going to see if they can see this lady, but, like... I feel like no, there's thank you. many reasons why people go there. Right. But they I feel like there's the also view out maybe. Right. In the restricted area. Sure. But I feel like there's also probably like rattlesnakes and other stuff and like a scorpion. And those are things that lots I of, don't want. Lots of ways to die. No, there, thank so. No, thank you. No. No, no, thank you. Okay, so instead of the beautiful Hollywood actress, though, what appears to these unfortunate people is a woman with a skeletal face and deep hollowed out eyes. Again, no, don't look for these things. No. <laughs> if those hikers are alone, the lady in white influences them to share her own cruel fate. Many Hollywood sign suicides have been reported in the century following her suicide, and in 2012, a man's decapitated head and mutilated body parts were found right by where she completed suicide. Wow. So that is insane, and I had never heard of that either. I wonder how many people do, like, go there for that, just, like, in a year. I'm oh, sure. yeah, probably a lot. It's probably like a pilgrimage. People yeah. probably plan like a whole vacation around this stuff. I mean, to go and die by suicide. Oh, <laughs> I don't think they plan that. But I'm oh, just, oh, oh, I, I, mean, I meant, know they plan that. But I'm well, saying, right. I wonder how often. Well, according to the happens, article, so. they are being influenced by the ghost and they're not pre planning it. Like they're just right. going to oh, just visit, visit and yeah. then they run into her and she's like, oh, right. do this. And they're like, yes. Wow. 
Because you're going to listen to a skeletal face <laughs> can, hollowed out. I eyes. can tell you right now, if any sort yeah, of skeleton in a white dress appeared to me, <laughs> I was like, come with me. I'd be like, no oh. way, you psycho, and kick it and run. And here's the thing. This would remind me of, like, the is it the Skinwalkers that will yeah. take on? Mm-hmm. The, not, yes. the, not that anybody you love looks like that, but... You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, like, that was the Kushtakas <clears throat> okay. that look like there's the people too many, you love. There's too many for me to keep straight. But it, I would be afraid of listening to anybody at night or day, <laughs> I guess, who is telling me to come with them right. somewhere. Off a cliff. Ever over there. Yeah, I'm no. not doing that. No, 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 no. Nope. So the next one is the Turnbull Canyon hauntings. So it said death is re- said to reside within this hiking canyon. Again, why? Why? This is why I'm chubby. Because why are we gonna do outdoor activities to end up seeing the devil, death, seeing this skeleton lady going to this lake, and there's a fifty foot rancid smelling animal? No, yeah. thank you. Yeah. No, or the mountains? No. I think people are skeptics too a lot, and right. they want to go to just say, experience See, it. This doesn't exist, right? But I feel like skeptics won't have any sort of experience anyway, right? That's what I'm saying. Maybe that's off. why so many people go. Maybe, yeah. Maybe they begin as skeptics, and then. This but then happens. I feel like there's the people who do podcasts like this who truly do it because they're like, I, I want to go experience it. Yeah. Where we're like, no, no, we're afraid of that, no. and we don't. We're just bringing awareness to the fact <laughs> that it exists. Bringing awareness to all of these. <laughs> things from the comfort of yeah Alex's my office home, and yeah. we're not gonna go anywhere exactly because we believe that they are real but we yes. are not experiencing mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. so this is the turnbull canyon haunting death is said to reside within this hiking canyon in the puente hills preserve near whittier turnbull canyon was once referred by the gabrielino indians as oh my gosh i'm gonna butcher yeah, the heck out I, of this yeah. okay who tuck gonna or the place of the devil. The wow. legend talks about the whole region. Why is the devil in California? Devil's everywhere. <laughs> the legend talks listen. about the whole region <laughs> being haunted by the Indians who were murdered for not converting to Catholicism. And in my mind, that checks out. <laughs> Their spirits are believed to be lingering in unrest in the canyon years later. Turnbull Canyon would be the site of numerous satanic rituals oh held by a cult attempting to conjure demons and Satan himself. Often, oh no, why? <laughs> I didn't read this part before because oh, no. I knew that the article had other good ones. Often, say anything about babies? Uh, not necessarily okay. babies. Okay. Right. Often by sacrificing children from oh, nearby yeah. orphanages. Oh, my the, God. Yes, right? Same reaction. The sinister cult suddenly vanished one night. What was left behind in their wake were paranormal sightings and occurrences being reported by hikers and locals claiming to see hooded figures, hellish creatures, and mutilated children. Again, why are people going here? More mysterious deaths have occurred in Turnbull Canyon since its dark history began. A teenager was electrocuted while exploring the ruins of an old asylum in the canyon, and a plane also crashed here in 1978, taking 29 lives. Wow. Into the canyon. Yep. Okay, so I have one more story, and I wanted to finish on this one because... Um, San Francisco is one of the most famous places in California. So this is the ghost of Stowe Lake in San Francisco's Golden Gate Park. It's one of the city's most famous ghosts. And Stowe Lake is said to be haunted by the spirit of a woman who, after attempting to save her children, fell into the water and drowned in the lake. Legend goes that this woman, referred to as the White Lady, why is there Girl, so many White I Ladies? Read some today too. There was a White it's, Lady. You know white. why? Because everybody in this time in California was a White Lady, right. <laughs> or they wore white dresses. Maybe. I know. I'm making that joke. <laughs> yes. That yes, it's probably it. all White Ladies. All white women. Yep. <laughs> Uh, wanders to the edge of Stowe Lake as she searches for her baby. She mm. can even be summoned by visitors. It's said that the most active area surrounding the lake is near the Pioneer Women and Children statue. Brave ghost seekers can summon the woman by calling out, White Lady, White Lady, I have your baby. Why oh, would no. you do that? No. And of no. course, in true Bloody Mary fashion, three times. No. If she believes you, the woman will appear before you and ask for her baby back. The legend bewares both skeptics and believers from doing this. Oh, no shit, really? 
<laughs> for if you tell her you have her baby, the woman will haunt you for the rest of your life. Why would you do this? Oh if you God. tell the woman you don't have her baby after summoning her, legend says she will drag you into the lake and give you the same watery death she suffered. Which okay, so either way, which you're so not out is this? <laughs> um, is this spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen it? But is this legend what? Um, oh my God, what is that show? Bly Manor was based off of. Yeah. Well. Because, like, same thing. Yeah. She would just, like, grab people and walk them back to the lake and they would die. Not necessary. (laughs) I'm just saying, either way, if you go there and say, I have your baby. No. That's why you wouldn't do that. She's going to haunt you. Right. And if you say, I don't have your baby. After you said you did. Right. Which, in true mom fashion, if somebody was like, oh, Oh, I have your missing child, then they were like, no, haha, I don't. I would drag your ass into a lake, too. Especially for all of these years. (laughs) Right. Many, 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 many times a year. Oh, that poor thing. Yeah. What a what a horrible afterlife. (laughs) So those are the California urban legends that I found. Okay. So I found a few. I mean, actually, I found a lot, but there's just too many to really delve into to do all of those but mm-hmm. i figured we'd start with like one of the most famous okay which is the stanley hotel yes of course in boulder colorado um stephen king spent a night in 1974 with his wife and during that night he had a dream that he actually wrote down uh, you know obviously and then he mm-hmm. turned that into the book the shining right so that's pretty amazing like He's just, let's just, I would never stay there. Anyway, many people, <laughs> say, many people say that that hotel is actually haunted. So some of these are just different. I think there's probably an endless amount of rooms that have specific, you know, haunting stories right, or whatever. Course. But these are just a few of like the more well-known ones. So apparently. fun interjection about yeah. this. My girlfriend who lives in LA. Yeah. So when she was moving from Connecticut to LA, one of her friends, because she was a waitress when she lived here and now she's a lawyer, but... She, one of her friends, I think that she waitressed with and her drove across the country with all her stuff and they stayed at the Stanley Hotel for, I think, one or two nights. Did she have any stuff? I, I don't know. I never got to ask her about that, but I remember like her sending me the pictures oh, from wow. being there and being like, yeah, we're going there because that's where The Shining was filmed. Well, like the she had planned this whole itinerary. anything happen because I would love to yeah. know. You know what? While we're talking about it, I'm going to yeah, text her because it's only it. like 340 in California right okay. now. So she'll be awake. So room number two. 217 is was ha- is haunted by a housekeeper elizabeth wilson she was lighting gas lamps you know obviously way back when in all of the different rooms and number 217 happened to have a gas leak okay so while she was lighting that lamp she was you know it exploded oh no <clears throat> pardon me and she flung down she flung a story down like mm-hmm. she went a whole story down and the entire room exploded she survived and continued where she had like broken bones and things like yeah. that she continued working after she recovered at the hotel mm-hmm. for years but when she died people say she stayed in room number 217 and people say that she unpacks their luggage and she tidies up, and she lines up their shoes. Okay, and all of these. I things. volunteer to go stay in that room so that yeah. somebody will do my chores for me. Yeah, do your chores. So that's <laughs> that's her room number four twenty eight has a friendly cowboy. He sits in the corner or paces the floor. Ladies have awoken to him kissing their foreheads goodnight. He will leave if he's asked to. And there's like like people have said that they've said, "Would you please leave?" You know, yeah. he just goes which oh is, wow that's, that's nice really why are these ghosts like polite is there mean ones i don't maybe it's colorado i don't know maybe, maybe. Yeah, no there's yeah there's some i was gonna say there has to be I mean ones because what, what about the shining that doesn't yeah. seem very nice and they don't know there's not like a lot of information known about this gentleman who he mm-hmm. was or whatever but so room number uh, 418 has ghost children who like to play with objects people have seen lights flicker hangers like clothes hangers mm-hmm. move on their own and blankets get ripped off of them during the night. No. And if that happens to me... I would not me, like that. Oh, out, you would like, have left no. your body and then left the hotel. Yes. There's nothing... I would leave without my hair dryer. You know, it <laughs> oh, no. that serious. I without your beauty aids? Out. Without my HBAs, I'm out of there. <laughs> just send me home, please. 
A four-year-old who stayed there once told her mom that a young boy had tickled her in the night, in the no, middle of the night. No, no, I think I, I think one day here, I felt like somebody was, like, tickling my foot or touched my foot, yeah. and nobody was there, and I was like, mmm, I don't like that. So I did that thing where you get under all the blankets, and you're like, blankets will protect me and move to the middle right. of my bed, and yes. I was like, I'm good to go. See? And you were fine, right? <laughs> I was fine after that, yeah. But that um, ghost... Whatever it was, left after she told him to stop. See, so they're just okay. Well, that's they're good. trying so far. It's but it, good. They tell people to like please stop, which I've done myself in my own house, mm-hmm. where I know for sure we had something happen at our condo actually because I witnessed a candle fly across the table. No, and I was like, okay, listen, and this is before we had kids, and I opened up that window and I was like, get out, whatever you are, <laughs> whoever you are, get out. You are not welcome here. So, yeah, I don't want you in here. I, I. And don't say, touch my candles. Yeah, don't touch any of my stuff in my craft room before it was a kid's room. <laughs> Lucy was a young girl who was who found construction plans and was looking at them in the basement. The staff found out that she was there and threw her out into the cold. Now, this I just have a hard time believing because it was like they threw her out into the cold, mm-hmm. people who worked, you know, at the hotel. And then she froze to death. Oh. So wasn't that like a big thing? That a child went missing, and then they found this child out there frozen to death. Yeah, so what? She now haunts the concert hall in the basement, and I will tell you that those are just a few of the ones from the Stanley Hotel, but a lot of the stories that I read, a lot of them have handsy male ghosts like that <laughs> touch people, like tickle them, touch them on their shoulders, kiss their foreheads. Handsy like male ghosts. Handsy male ghosts, and then lots of them. Have sounds of children, children mm-hmm. laughing, children in the hallway right. playing. That seems to be like the what what happens a lot in that hotel. So I will be super curious if your friend can say that it was one of those. You know, yeah, I don't like curious. I said. I don't know. We never really <clears throat> talked about that. So if she if she responds to me before we're done recording, I will let you know. And if she doesn't, I will uh, talk about it in the next yeah. episode, like in the beginning, because I'll talk to her a little bit about it. Perfect. Okay, so my friend did text me back. This is future Alex from the end of the episode. We came back to re-record this part. Yes. So make sure to listen to the rest after this, too. But she did text me and say, on her way out to California, they stopped there for a tour and dinner. When they initially stopped, there was only flurries. But by the time they sat at the bar for dinner, the snow had really picked up. And the bartender said, they've closed the highway. You won't make it to Vail tonight. So we stayed. I could just picture a ghost bartender telling the, those two <laughs> girls that. It seems like The Shining, yeah. for real. Yeah. So she said it was the scariest place ever. And I said, oh, what happened while you were there? And she said, well, a lot of it was me freaking myself out. Like, I didn't want to go down to the bathroom alone on the bottom floor. And I didn't want to use the bathroom alone. Our room was on the top floor where all the children and their nannies stayed. And that's apparently the haunted floor. And of course, the room we got had the door they showed us on the tour, which was all crooked. And creepy. Yeah. So she did hear. Uh, well, did she hear kids or she? I don't. She, I don't know like, if she did because okay. I don't. She, maybe, but yeah. who knows? It, I feel like if she did, she would have talked herself into thinking that she was just hearing things. Sure. And that she really didn't. Right. Yeah. I don't blame her not wanting to go back down to the bottom floor. To yeah. Because at Lizzie Borden's house, it was just maybe thirty feet down the hall. And I was not walking to that bathroom by myself in the middle of the night. So I get it. It's it's scary. Yeah. It's scary. Right. So Robin had found another thing that she forgot to add. So we're going to add that in quick, too. It's a real quick one. The Tommy Knockers inside the Colorado mines. So Colorado is obviously known for having tons of mines, especially, you know, down in in that the mining era. And I guess they say they were especially popular in the high country, such as Leadville and Telluride. With this huge influx of miners, there were a bunch of new legends that came, including the Tommyknockers. So they were said to be tiny old men, green and wrinkled, that hung out in the mines and knocked along the walls and caverns. And the legend goes that if you heard them knocking, mm-hmm. that was a good thing. So it, it was. It meant that their pres their their good fortune of the Tommy knockers was with the miners, and it was 
um, they would be sure to warn them of any kind of tunnel collapses or other troubles. Oh, that's good. If the knocks were gone, it meant that the Tommy knockers had been disrespected and they left. Oh, geez. So the presence of the Tommy knockers was the reason that many of the old mines were not completely sealed. Isn't the Tommy knockers a Stephen King thing, too? I wonder if it, I think it I is. It, yeah, because it did. I think there's yeah, something called Tommy, Tommy knockers. knockers. That's Stephen King. Because <clears throat> my dad was, like, obsessed with Stephen King growing up. Yeah. So. Um, so I just thought that was cool, though. It says that they kept them not sealed. Yeah. For the Tommy knockers, I guess, to <laughs> enter and exit as they needed. Yeah, they you need know, a little old live. men. I don't know being crazy of course little old green men are mad that they're disrespected and just leave yeah because like people old men would do that they'd be disrespected (laughs) and be all irate i'm out of here you stupid kids so there's a lot also i just wanted to just it shows something for the next um the next uh page which just says colorado's weirdest hikes and i just thought of you that no i'm not going i like i like hiking but me too not in any of these places all right well we now resume your original episode goodbye from the future enjoy so the next thing that i found was the death of emma crawford emma i just had to interject this this really doesn't have anything to do with the story but she was born in massachusetts so i oh, thought cool. oh, that's pretty cool so she came to Manit- manito manito springs with her mother in the late 1800s seeking healing properties of the area's mineral water to cure her tuberculosis oh okay she had had a couple of bouts of serious sickness but she did have a fiance so she died and when she died before she died, she requested to be buried at the top of Red Mountain. So her fiancé worked with the townspeople because, you know, that's how things used to get done back then, you know, right? You would go to the town and be like, hey, so my fiancé, who's dead, wants to be buried at the top of Red Mountain. Can we all, can you guys help me get her casket up there? Right. I just want you to even imagine asking any one of your friends to do no. something like that. So, yep, so the town They probably wouldn't. It's hard enough to get my friends to, like, go out and hang out with right. each other. It's tough. So they got her up to the top of of that um, mountain and that's where she stayed well until about 40 years later after a series of winter and spring storms oh god her coffin was unearthed it came like i guess you know it came out of the mountain and right. it went zooming down the mountainside oh god into i guess the area town and one story said that her bones w- would like would People would just constantly find bones. Not oh, constantly, God. but people would find bones. Yeah, like all things, over the like place. Pe- parts of her like that. And another story said that only her na- only the nameplate in the coffin and a few of her bones were found. Mm-hmm. But Manito- the Manitow, Manito, Man- I don't know how to say that correctly, Chamber of Commerce started a coffin race in 1996, 66 years after Crawford. Crawford's coffin raced down the mountain. The race has become a very popular tradition. <laughs> so, and apparently it like still goes on. So people day. build coffins and go I, down the mountain. I'm not exactly, let's see. I have a picture of, yeah, it looks like. They, oh yeah. They, wow. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I don't think they go down the mountain. I think it's like a street race. Where yeah. They it looks like a road. little race. You yeah. Know, a little like race. a Pinewood Derby, but everyone's pushing a, a coffin. coffin. A little homemade coffin. So that's what they do. And now that I look at look at these scary gentlemen with their weird masks on, so I think it's probably a little... Oh, yeah. Like, at first, strange. I didn't look close enough to the face on these yeah. guys, but it's really creepy. And then I didn't notice the first time that there's a lady sitting in it. Yeah. I'm assuming to she's represent just, her. She's just sitting. To represent the lady that went zooming down the mountain. Yeah. yeah so there's okay. that. And, again, <laughs> some of these don't have tons of right. information with them. They're just sort of little stories of things that happen and happened in Colorado. And I suspect that people who live in Colorado probably would know a ton of great stuff. So I don't oh, I'm sure. I don't know. I can't think of it. I know people in Arizona, people in Utah, but I don't think I know of anybody that I can think of in Colorado. Um, here's another one. The dead animals of the San Luis Valley. One of the more disturbing unexplained phenomenon that has occurred in Colorado is the mysterious deaths of farm animals throughout the San Luis Valley in the 1960s. Farmers were frequently finding their animals dead, skinned alive, with various features removed with expertise. Hmm. Okay. Skinwalkers. That's that's awful. (laughs) The animals were also found with their blood drained. And though there was no mess or indication as to how any of that happened. That's weird. So, 
Also, this also happened in Kansas and Minnesota at that time, and other there were other states. By the time the FBI got involved, more than 100 incidents, incidents spanning nine states, happened over like a two two year period, two or three year period. That's kind of creepy. And it was concluded. I don't know if it was concluded by local police or the FBI or whatever, but it was concluded to be caused by natural. Events like what? natural causes. Okay, so like really, aliens did it, and then the FBI was like, "Let's That's, cover this we're up." We're just lie about that, yeah. And of course, the farmers all disagreed because right. their animals. How is that were found natural at all? And drained of their blood with and like their parts missing. Removed. So. Yeah, oh, I don't good know what's Lord. going on in Colorado, but no, I don't think that, that that's <laughs> very accurate. Um, let's see. Here's an here's one. The grave of the vampire. If you're into ghost hunting or up for an odd adventure, you might want to consider hunting down the grave of the vampire in Lafayette, Colorado. Found at Lafayette Muni- Municipal Cemetery, there's a grave marker for a man named John Trandifer from Transylvania. Okay. That passed in 1918 at the age of 27. That might not sound too spooky at first, but when you consider that many reports throughout the year throughout the years of strange voices, lights, and plant growth around the grave, things get a little more eerie. Couple that with the local paranormal investigator. Uh, what this this woman, I guess, went there and hung out. I don't know if she stayed there overnight or whatever, but she she recorded like while she was hanging there. Okay. And on her recording, when she listened to it, was "Do you want to see my steak?" Oh, weird. In a vampire's grave. So, that's crazy. <laughs> so, I thought that was pretty. And look at the, look at that, like, the, the even the gravestone is kind of like, sort of not, you know, that's not how gravestones were right. engraved back then. Right, or, it looks like somebody did it with a toothpick like in while cement. it was cooling yeah, on I've cement. Not, I personally have never seen a gravestone like that. I've not either. Maybe people were afraid to do it, to take it on. You know, people right. who make them or whatever. I don't know. Right. So. Like, I'm not touching that. I'm not. I will them. say that, because I was thinking about this when we were talking about people traveling places to go see all this stuff. Yeah. Um, that hotel that I showed you is actually in Colorado, the Black Monarch Hotel. Oh, the yeah. one that has like the oh, Elizabeth yes. Bathory room. I think there's a Lizzie Borden room. There's all sorts of like creepy rooms that celebrate different. I think it's all women that celebrate different women that have different, like, I guess, very. Oh, no, it's not all women because the first one's the H.H. Holmes room, which that guy is a creepy mother effer. Are they like killers? Is that what we're talking about? Or Well, I think I think, yeah. I think so, because H.A., well, because I was, like, maybe, but I, the only one that's not, there's a Nikola Tesla room, so he's oh, not a killer. Yeah. I mean, he did kill that elephant trying to do the uh, electricity experiment, right, but okay. no. But H.H. Um, H. Holmes is obviously that guy who built that big murder castle in Chicago, oh. and, like, would just murder people and, like, throw them down chutes and stuff. Okay. So his room has, like, um, skeleton and anatomy pictures in it. Nope. And they all look really classy, and then there's, like, an Elizabeth Bathory room who is the lady who bathed in young girls' blood. Yeah. And then there's um, a Nikola Tesla room. There's a Black Anise room, which is a forest witch fabled to prowl and howl through the countryside in search of fresh fre- fresh flesh to feast upon. And now they have a new room. This one was not up last time. Bella Lugosi's Dracula room. Okay. Which that would be terrifying to yeah. sleep under. Yeah. I'm going to put a picture of this up on the Instagram because it looks like you're sleeping in Dracula's mouth and no thank you. But there is a Lizzie Borden room. Okay. There's a Jack the Ripper room. Which one would you pick? Um, or you can rent the whole, whole hotel. Okay. That'd be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. I don't know which one I would pick. Based off of looks, I think I would probably pick the H.H. Holmes room because it's like big and nice. Or I would pick the Tesla room because again, there's lots of windows. And to me, those aren't as scary. And it overlooks (laughs) the other rooms. But like this room, never in my life. Yeah. Who was that? That's the wit. That's the forest witch room. The bed is suspended from the ceiling with ropes. It's just like hanging there. So like when you roll, the bed moves. Like you would totally love that. Yeah. So like I think we could do a girls. Oh, the Jack the Ripper bed is also um, suspended in the air, but by chains. So much better than ropes. I mean, yeah. The no, room looks a little, you. like, more windowy and spacious, mm-hmm. though. But again, no, I don't know if I want to. But the hotel looks really nice. And, yeah, I'm sure it's beautiful. Yeah, it looks is there, cool. Is there history to the hotel? 
That I don't know. I just I just had when I was doing uh, research into Elizabeth Bathory before, and this was before we had even started the podcast. When yeah. I showed this to you, I was yeah. like looking into her, and this hotel popped up, and I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." And I just have always thought it was a very interesting hotel. Now, and eventually would like to go there. Yeah. Well, I'm off for that as long as there's a group of us, and oh. I can't sleep alone. I did find the history of the hotel. Okay. And this is just turning into an ad for the Black Monarch Hotel. But <laughs> hey, Black Monarch. it is, yeah, hey, sponsor hit us. us. Hit us up. <laughs> we'll come do episodes there. Yeah. So it says, in the breathtaking Colorado mining town of Victor, foliage gleams. And also, it's foliage, everyone, because we're from New England, and I hate when people say foliage or foliage. It's not yeah, any no, of those. Um, gleams from mountain vistas. In the center of town stands a former casino and brothel, which has been renovated beautifully to the Black Monarch Hotel. Nice. If these walls could talk, they'd whisper the town's lore of hauntings, a Wild West history of barkeep gunfights, a Phoenix-like revision after the Great Fire of 1899, and even some history with Nikola Tesla. So that's why they have a Tesla room. In modern times, the Black Monarch has been the beautiful backdrop of countless modern indie films and photo shoots. The Black Monarch is more than just a hotel. It's a destination, like walking into a world only read about in books. And it's like in this little mountain valley. So it looks pretty cool. I don't know what else is around there to do, but the hotel itself does seem like kind of a destination for, like, I would want to go there. Yeah. So, And it's apparently haunted also. Oh. Because then when I scrolled down more, it said stay in a haunted hotel. So unless they're advertising a different hotel, but I don't think they are. Right. So it says stay in a a haunted hotel. At the height of the gold rush, Victor was a booming town and this casino, brothel, and saloon was the place to be. But after a barkeep was killed in a gunfight, the people who worked there began to see unexplained things. That was before the fire. After a ghastly fire leveled the building in 1899, the property was rebuilt. But despite the building's phoenix-like rebirth, it never left the ghosts behind. The town reported multiple hauntings. With its Wild West past, it's no wonder that the Black Monarch is rumored to be a paranormal hotel. Book your room today. It's your once-in-a-lifetime chance to stay in a ghost hotel. It's not, because I did it at Lizzie Borden's, so there. (laughs) Well, I know, but maybe these ghosts are nicer than Lizzie Borden's house was, because apparently her dad was really mean. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. To your one friend. That sounds, um... That sounds, yeah, I'd say we try that. Let's, yeah. Let's do that after my trip to California yeah, mm-hmm. in 2023. In 2023, okay. Maybe 2024. We're going to have to ask Steve that. for more vacation yeah, we're time. we're going to need a little time for that. <laughs> we'll need a little time. Hey, we could be famous and Right, we rich could be by just then. doing this and traveling for fun. You never know. You never know. Okay, so the last one that I found um, is called, the, it's the Crucifixions of... Penitente Canyon. Okay. Have you ever heard of that? No. And I, also that picture you're showing, yeah. that is so scary to me. She has a picture of a guy like rock climbing in this canyon. And no, why do people do that for fun? That looks they terrifying. Do that. And um, I follow Alex. I think it's Hanold. Hanold. He's okay. a free climber. So he doesn't use any gear whatsoever. No. He just climbs with his feet. That's just asking to die. It's incredible though. What he does, what he's, the things he climbs and has yeah. not been killed right it's it's really it's crazy he's like spider-man it's nuts. but anyway so located close to del norte del norte del norte i'm not sure there's a good chance you haven't heard of penitente canyon which is unfortunate it's an awesome place for hiking <laughs> biking and climbing see it's like you know one of those yes yeah, one of the places die. you shouldn't go while while it all while it's all fun and games now, it has a very dark past. It was originally named for the Los Hermanos Penitente or the Repentant Brothers, um, one of southwestern America's most mysterious religious groups. The name stuck on the canyon because they allegedly hosted the secret ritualistic meetings there. What allegedly happened at those meetings um, were literal reenactments of crucifixion of jesus christ oh Reenact- reenactments of the crucifixion of jesus so they would christ. literally crucify people In- which included nailing that men to heavy wooden crosses as well as self-flagellation so there's there's some more to this and i just i feel like it's i i'm, not, I'm a little too scattered as far as mm-hmm. having everything because it's it's a whole lot of 
um, like Spanish type words and things. And I'm like, I'm going to have to really write it down. But basically, this it used to house, people used to like live in the canyon. Okay. Like, you, met, you know, thousands mm-hmm. of years ago or whatever. But And just host reenactments of Jesus' crucifixion. At some point, yes, this group of like very religious people came there and they would literally smack like smack themselves like with whips yeah, mm-hmm. and uh just like try and i don't know self-harm and nail their people right two wooden crosses to, to like in the canyon anyway somebody had at one point made this supposed to be it's uh i don't know if it's guadalupe i'll have to look at i don't want to miss right tell tell you the wrong but the wrong person but it is a it's a some sort of a woman there yeah. that they come and they say that she was there and that people had seen her hundreds of years ago at right. the top of the mountain. So somebody sp- so it's like, like they all painted help- or spray painted or painted something yeah. of this lady mm-hmm. on the wall of the canyon yes. and it's next to and it's the picture of the guy climbing. Very like like hard to get to, but they say over the years sometimes people will throw rocks at it and damage it and. Which I think just puts bad juju on right. Why you. Are you what doing are you doing? That? Especially if you know people have died in this canyon by right. trying to. I don't know what they're trying to. Why would they replicate right. the crucifixion? Yeah, I don't know. It's not what like that, that was like. I mean, obviously that's how we got Easter. I'm not saying it's not a holy thing, right. but it's not like it was a good thing. It's not like you're rep- replicating Christmas when right. Jesus was born, and it's like, oh, he was born onto the world. What a great time. Right. You're replicating him being killed right. and taken so from Earth. They do that as it's some sort of like a sect, and they have other mm-hmm. rituals involved in this little canyon area. Again, <laughs> I'm sure it's beautiful because it's, you know, it's an old, was a previous, was a volcano. Oh, you know. okay. Millions of years ago, or right? Whatever, and that's but, how the canyon was yeah, created. But I'm all set. It's beautiful. It's got the pretty red rock and all of that, mm-hmm. and I'm sure, right? It's got some amazing history. Otherwise, but I just again, it's one of those places that you can hike and get yeah. murdered. Yeah. So, <laughs> or maybe see somebody's <laughs> remains from having been right. murdered, or a ghost, or a watcher, or a skinwalker, yeah, or too much. anything. Do you think that they're all related? Though, you know, like the skinwalkers, they're not just in one area. They must No, be I think everywhere. we have, so I think we have creepy stuff here, even though it says that that's only like a southern U.S., southern west U.S. thing. Yeah. But I, I think there's probably a lot of things around. Like, I'm sure there's scary things outside. I don't like to be outside at night by myself walking no, around. No, I don't either. That's why I need a chaperone to my car at <laughs> night. But I'm just wondering if, you know, if we really spent time, which I'm not going to do this, but I'm saying if we really spent time putting all of these different mm-hmm. urban legends, ghost story type things, right. like in some sort of an Excel spreadsheet, and we just put like what they say <laughs> they look like, right. what they were wearing, what, you know, what they're known as, right. how many of these would overlap? Right. I'm sure some. I mean, how many women in white or There's ladies lady in white, white were there a lot? But I mean, that's probably just like a spectral figure. White yeah. is the easiest thing because yes. I don't expect my ghost to be showing up in yeah. my cardigan and right. dress pants. Yeah. And the lady, like, I'm sure there's many women who have lost children or babies right. and they're wandering around. Like that other story that we talked about one of the right. last times mm-hmm. that they're they're wandering around trying to find their kids. Right, exactly. Which Because so that other one was the well when she put the baby put on the, the baby edge on of the well. well and then, and then yeah. the baby fell in or yes. whatever and, and then, then she, she was looking for back it. back looking for her yeah. baby that was in the well. So I think right. there's, there's, there's probably a lot of those. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. Especially from wars. That will be interesting. And I mean, we are kind of doing that in a way, though, because we're remembering the things we're talking about and then we're comparing them. Like, Skinwalkers and the Kushtaka were pretty close from Alaska and then Arizona. Yeah. And then um, there's been the other things that we've been comparing, like, with the ladies. Did we talk about the word Kushtaka? Like, did we talk about that? I don't recall. No, because that's the episode I did by myself. Oh, okay. So, okay. so you weren't what here. What does that word? I have no mean? idea. You I didn't. Know. It didn't okay. say in the stuff I was looking up, but I can. I mean, I can look it up right now. I was just curious because it's such a an interesting word, and like I'd like. And to again, know. I could be saying that completely wrong, but it's K U S H T A K A. Sounds like Kushtaka. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's what I think too. It sounds like a Slavic word almost. 
Well, it's an Indian, an Alaskan Indian word. That's incredible. Oh, it's, like, really terrifying. Okay. The picture of it. Because, like, I thought, like, mythical ship-shifting, ship-shape-shifting, not (laughs) (laughs) ship-shifting, shape-shifting otters would be like, oh, it's probably little, but apparently this is what it looks like, and this is way scarier than Santa. Oh. I don't want to see that ever. Like, that's That's, so scary. I will put pictures of that on the Instagram. I'm saving those photos now. Could that be be the devil's pet right there? (laughs) Well, no, because that's the face of an otter and not the neck of a giraffe. And it's not 50 feet long and it doesn't have wings. It looks kind of like a really ripped man with an otter head. So there is that. Um, it says Kushtaka or Kushdaka, which means land otter man. Oh, all right. So there you go. There it is. <laughs> That's what it means. No yes, because we never got to talk about any of those because I was just here by myself yeah. filming that. So Kushtaka. That was creepy. And then the um, Australian thing with the guy, people going to the theme park. But I think we did talk about that when the guy and the son went to the theme park and then they died on the roller coaster after they took the picture with the creepy guy yes oh yeah 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 Yeah. no so if you are interested in hearing any of this and you haven't already heard that then please feel free to go and listen to our urban legends episode for australia alaska well it was alaska and alaska what are the two first states because it was the two first ones oh Alabama, alabama alaska wow American education <laughs> at its best. Um, we're tired. It was, no, yeah, we're that's true. Tired. And I have we're had tired. a pounding headache yes. since Sunday, and I don't know what is going on. So, no. yikes. And we're just tired. But um, um, Alabama and Alaska is what I did. So I talked about the the bridge that was the portal to hell. Okay. I talked about the playground for the dead children where they went and played. That was Alabama. And then in Alaska, I talked about the Kushtaka and the Alaskan Triangle. And then as a bonus, I did Australia and talked about the um, theme park that the family went to and they had taken that creepy picture. So you can go and listen to that episode. It's our first uh, Urban Legends episode. And then there are pictures of that on our Instagram as well. And if you have any suggestions or more information on these urban legends yourself, please feel free to email us at coworkerskillingtime at gmail.com. Good job. You can follow us on Instagram at coworkerskillingtime and see all of these pictures and all of the other things that we've spoken about. And you can also follow us on Facebook by going to facebook.com and searching for Coworkers Killing Time Podcast. There you will find all of our episodes. You'll also be able to see the photos if you don't have Instagram, and you'll be able to listen to all of our episodes. But the most important and best thing you can do is to download us, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review because that really does help and spread the word to all your friends and family. Finally, you can follow us on Patreon by searching Coworkers Killing Time to get bonus content and support the show. We thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye!